Tonight's expedition into the extra normal is brought to you by Blue Harbors. Here at Blue Harbors, we're always there for you, whether you want us to be or not. Today, we open on Father O'Malley. Father O'Malley, where are you on this sunny Sunday morning? Well, I would have attended Mass uh, as normal, uh, and then taken some time to uh, observe prayer, and then uh, probably uh, late morning, uh, early afternoon, I would have gone in search of a meal and uh, checked in with my contacts at the church keeping holy the Sabbath and uh, taking confessions if uh, the need is there and just basically fulfilling any obligations I have to the priesthood and uh, touching base with my my contacts in the church and seeing if there was anything that had come to me uh, directly from the Vatican. So, tell me about some of these church contacts. Just members of the community, uh, upright Catholics who are helping move society forward, um, cadre of local businessmen, Sunday school teachers, teachers in the community. Uh, truly, his light shines on a wide berth of the community. Obviously, the, the head priest at the church where I stay is a is a primary contact uh, he would not obviously share any information that he had uh, received through the sacrament of confession but any other information or oddities that might have come his way that seem out of the scope of his purview monstrous activity or the like rumors uh, he would pass on to me uh, so who is this head priest tell me about him uh, he is uh, the Father James Bliss, uh, he is uh, approximately 10 years my senior. Uh, he has been at this particular congregation for the last uh, 25 years. Uh, he has a strong engagement with the community. He helps uh, shelter the homeless and, and feed the less fortunate. Uh, he's engaged in a number of community activities. Again, he runs the Sunday school as well as the sermons and um, devout man of faith. He's maybe a little bit more of a literalist interpretation of the Bible than I am, but uh, he and I do see eye to eye on a lot of things. Well, after a sermon on this particular Sunday, Father, is he a father? Is he a bishop? Is he a... He's a, he's a father, yeah, just a... Father Bliss invites you into uh, his office. All right. Um, Father, is there a particular uh, piece of business you'd like to discuss, or you just want to engage in one of our, our famous uh, theological discussions? Well, my son, my brother, my longtime companion, my boon ward, I've felt a strange disturbance recently in the 
in the theological vibrations of the region. It's as though there was a sudden shift of power, and, well, there's someone or something here that has tipped the scales a bit. Certainly, uh, there are strong temptations at play in the world. Uh, there are several uh, major temptations that have come to light recently, not the least of which, uh, surprisingly enough, is a sugary cola drink, which uh, is certainly luring people from the reaches of sanity and toward a dark path. I have... Yes, yes. juvenile diabetes is indeed a real struggle for our times. It is, truly. Uh, also, uh, it has... The proprietors of this particular drink have made certain claims that, uh, at the very least, are definitely blasphemous. And uh, at, the, at the worst, may be, in fact, truly dangerous, not only to the souls, but to the physical well-being of not just your flock, but the society as a whole. You say that this this confection risks your immortal soul? I think that it might. I know for a fact that uh, an unfortunate soul who is no longer with us uh, proclaimed to a group that it was so potent it would allow one to see God himself, which certainly uh, is not a thing that we believe happens in these modern times. That is indeed a, a ridiculous assertion. Yes, well, before I could convince him of the ills of his ways, he was consumed by a giant condor. The father stares at you blankly for a moment before nodding solemnly. It was just one in a series of events recently uh, that seemed to be escalating. Uh, certainly, I am a little worse for wares uh, these days than I have been. I've been doing the Lord's work, but uh, it is not without its certain perils. That is why we must stay strong. For he does not give us that which we cannot handle. Yes, uh, in fact, I have a recent compatriot who is meant to remind me of that uh, almost always. Well, if there's anything you need from me or the church, please do not hesitate to ask. We support your mission completely. I appreciate your candor, James. All I would ask uh, is going forward, if any of your events wish to serve refreshments, please refrain from serving Mountain Sea Blast. And other than that, the support you're already giving me is charity enough. Go with God. You as well. And with that, I will depart. And we see the scene close as Father Bliss gets up 
and stares out the window. Sir Osmond! Why, yes. Well, currently, you are at a well-maintained city park with the proprietor of a certain burger bar on your arm, trying to come to the hard decision of where to place your picnic. I do believe that that tree over yonder does provide a, a good fair amount of shade from the sun. However, it is off and to the side. If someone to be in danger, I would need to be able to see the entirety of the park, so I lean more towards the centre, where we are under the direct rays of the sun. What do you say? Well, I don't know about you, but I... I, I'm not sure these burgers are gonna hold up well in direct sunlight. She shakes a greasy brown paper bag. I suppose that time will be of the essence, then. Uh, I'm uh, going to see if I can't find a, a better, uh, more pristine and uh, shaded, yet a spot with more visibility of the entirety of the park. But after some looking, I eventually... Uh, look up, and there is a, a bit of a, a bit of a cliff. Uh, that the it's more of a hill that the park kind of rolls on top of, which would give me a bird's eye view while also being uh, under a bit of a canopy from a few really strong oak trees. So you get up there, and she lays out a, a light blanket to sit on, and puts down a bag that must have been dragged through hell from the way it looks. Now, be careful with your burger. Um, we can't be held liable if you accidentally, I don't know, shoot grease into your eye or take out a small rodent nearby. I suppose I should be ready for a more dangerous meal then, and I put on my helmet. <clears throat> and she begins laying out a veritable feast of greasy, grimy burgers slimy fries, and other delicious treats. Now, I know the old, um, the old restaurant was, was taken down, and, but we were able to save the grease in the fry later, so, so we're, we're able to keep the same flavor we had on the old fries. Ah, well, a family tradition is something to be cherished by its, uh, participants and family members, yes. Here, you should try some. And then she uh, picks up uh, a few of these fries and tries to feed them to you. I will attempt to consume them. They taste like what you imagine Satan's hair cream would taste like. As there's just no relief, I'm, uh, I'm trying to, uh, put her a bit more at ease in the hopes of potentially lightening up on the, uh, the feeding of me. It is hard to translate when one's mouth is being stuffed full of this, uh, liquid hell. Fortunately for you, there is a momentary respite as you hear a jogger approach. Oh, like, oh my god, it's totally you, sir, Osmond. I knew I recognized you as I was running by. And I, um, attempt to, uh, gently 
uh, pull the, the the hand feeding me away from my mouth and swallow what was inside of it and turn through slightly tearing eyes, but not really, to uh, who, who was addressing me. Do I recognize the uh, sound of the voice or the uh, identity of the jogger as I turn to face them? Yes. Tiffany, the waitress from the burger bar. Why, my... Your Highness, the, the good Princess Tiffany, and I raise to one knee. Oh, you don't need to get up. Like, I just saw you over here and thought I'd stop by and say hi. You know, Selena was wondering why you haven't been by lately, but uh, I guess you've been busy with Luann. Oh, well, the good lady Luann uh, happened to stop by my uh, my great, 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 great grandson's... Uh, personal abode and asked me to partake of a of a, of a rare uh, I believe the term is a brunch uh, the uh, the the combination uh, of of the breaking of one's fast in the morning and the uh, around noontime consumption of uh, food yes that's right we're on a brunch date and she grabs you by the arm and snuggles up to you a little bit it is good to see that you're in good health lady Luan uh, the last time that we met was uh, rather concerning with the building having fallen on top of us. I'm glad that you were safe. Oh, well, that was because you were on top of me. Yes, it was rather fortunate that we were able to survive that at all. The beam of support for the for the structure I could feel just on my back. Uh, yeah, that was quite a beam. Still aches a couple of times, but uh, regardless. Don't worry, we'll work those kinks out. I suppose there are a few kinks in the armor as of late, especially after the... <sighs> um, wow, okay then. Well, uh, I'm, I'm a... I'm gonna go, like, finish my jog, and you can, um, like, totally... Yeah, I'll, I'll say hi to Selena for you. Oh, if and you could. I, there are some in. extra things to be discussed. I, I... And she jogs away. Levitation ability, it was a one-time usage. Mm. Trevor Ebbs. What's up, dude? I don't know, what is up? Oh, you know, just out here, being a dude. Walk with my friend. Dude, me too, dude. Yeah, bro. Whoa. So, like, let's head to the skate park. So, you and Chuck arrive at the skate park. Cool, man. I'm gonna go out there and, like... Greet the other kids, be like, what's up, dudes? You know, do a couple of Haley kick flips, show off. It's my thing. Chuck's like, I've been working on this cool trick, man. You gotta check this out. I... And he jumps on his skateboard and just collides right into a railing. Hey, watch out for that bar, bro. Oh, man. I didn't know there were servant drinks here. No, there's miners around. Careful. Dude, then why would they put a bar where there's miners? We should call our selectmen and, like, totes say something to them. For reals, yo. So what's new? What you doing, bro? How's totes? He's my goats. He is your goats. You got him right here. Whoa! <laughs> He's so tiny. I got him roller skates, too, so he could, you know, join us on the, on the half pipe. The point of fact, there is no half pipe on this. 
particular skate park. He's going to be the best little skater. Oh, yeah. Watch this. And he takes him out of the tote and he just puts him down. He scrambles a little bit, but does not fall down. Once he gets control of that hop and that roll, unstoppable. And just think, man, of all the cool tricks he can do with his horns. Whoa. I'm sorry. I started thinking, and that's bad. So, like, you know, yeah, you saw what happened there. (laughs) I thought I smelled smoke. Oh, where? Oh, man, speaking of smelling smoke. Am I wording right? Let's go get a hobo pie. Dude, hobo pie. Yeah, man. I don't think it, not 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 one made out of hobos, right? We're no, not no, about, not a not a hobo pie, just a regular hobo pie. You know. Okay, okay, man, totally good. Yeah, bro. Did you know they make hobo pies with hobos? What, dude? That's that's not good. No, man. There's a whole team in the mob back. He he pays them and everything. Oh man, that kind of hobo pie. Oh yeah, man. It's a good system. Man, I could go for some pie right now. Yeah, where do they sell pie around here? Uh, where is your local favorite pie place? Probably Grandma's Pies. Grandma's Pies. Well, you get the Grandma's Pies, and Grandma's Pies is closed. Oh, yeah, you said till like 11, and it's like totally a Sunday morning, so I probably didn't wake up till 11, so like it's probably like 2 or 3 in the afternoon at this point. Well, you get there, and there's a sign that says closed Sundays. Oh. It could even be a Sunday. Wait, it might be. Do Sundays even have hours? I don't know. Man, I, I I think there's like 24 of them in there. I don't. Have you ever seen 24 hours? Well, yeah. Sometimes when I I forget to go to sleep. But how do you know? Oh, it's true. They just start over again at 12. Yeah. It's like more than I thought, and less than there was. So hey, I got a new boat. Have you seen it? Dude, a new boat? Yeah, man. What's this one called? Uh, this one's called The Boat. Dude. Yeah. So, like, it's over here by the beach. Check it out. Oh, oh, man, let's go see it. Yeah, man. Tell me about your new boat. And we wander off to the beach. So, like, you know, it's like the other boat, except, like, 14th hand or something. I don't know. A bunch of people had it before me. But they took good care of it. And I was like, I need a boat. The dude was like, sure, man, here's a boat. I'm like... All right, cool. Here's some money. And look, this is it. It's got places to sleep, places to fish, places to jump off of, places to climb onto, windows to look out of, and two engines. Two engines? Yeah, one little one in the front and a big one in the back. Dude, why do you have a little one in the front? Um, Something about trolleys and trolls. I don't know. Dude, you got trolls on your boat? Well, not anymore. I've got the troll engine. Oh, so th- you put the trolls in the engine. I think so. That's probably what it is. You know, that way they live in there. That's so smart of you. How did you not? Wow. Hey, I I do have my law degree, man. That's true. That's true. So like, yeah. Yeah. So like, wait a minute. Where did you go to school? I went to law school, man. Oh, that must have been far away. No, dude. I I just, just did it online. So it was in your pocket? What? Isn't that where you're on? My online's in my pocket. Check it out. And I pull out a tablet. Oh, man, that's one hell of a pocket. Yeah, right? 
they're, they're board shorts. So like I could probably fit like, you know, a kitchen sink in there. You'd be really surprised. Uh, and he climbs into one of your pockets. Bye. Uh... I'm going to get that restitched. Because, <laughs> you know, he probably just like climbed through it into the sand. Yeah, no, he's just wearing your shorts with you. Oh, cool. You know, it's, uh, it's real close of you, bro. A little uncomfortable. I'm just saying, you know, I'm in one leg, you're in the other leg. Wait, what if I hop forward and then you hop forward? Are we one big dude hopping? Dude! Let's try it. Hop, um, hop, and hop, hop. hop. After fall. a few minutes of hopping around, yeah, you, the two of you end up, um, somehow the two of you end up at the public library. Well, man, it's been a long time since I've been here. They don't like it when I skate on things over here, so, like, I try to avoid it. Well, maybe they just, like, don't know how good a skater you are. We gotta just show them. I bet you're right. I'm totally gonna do that. And I go and grind that rail over there going down the steps. And a few minutes later, um, Father O'Malley, you are getting a phone call. Hello, this is Father Donald O'Malley. How can I help you? Hey, man, what's going on, bro? This, yeah, this is you calling from jail. <laughs> yeah, I figured that out. <laughs> Trevor? Yeah, what's up, father? I don't know. You're the one who called me. Well, you know, so earlier we were like, let's go do things. And you were like, no, my son, it's Sunday and I have church. And I'm like, all right, cool, man. I'm going to go do things. So I went off and I decided to go do things. And, uh, well... You know, Popo showed up again, and we're like, no, no. And I'm like, yes, yes. And they're like, no, no, Popo. And I'm like, all right, fine. So here I am at the Slammer, and I uh, could totally use a ride home. I'll be there shortly. You're such a good friend. Try try not to do anything more outrageous than you already have. Well, they've told me the no-nos for today, so I won't do those. Sounds good. And then I will hang up. And I will go collect Ebbs's van, and then I will drive it to the police station to pick him up again. When you get to the police station to pick him up, there's someone else waiting for you there, too. Do I recognize this someone else? Why, uh, good day to see you there, Father O'Malley. Oh, Osmond, uh... I didn't expect to see you here, but I guess uh, the gang's all together. We should probably go collect Trevor and pay whatever associated fines there might be and then uh, get back to the camp. Young Trevor is in here. This this is when you notice that Sir Osmond is also wearing handcuffs. <laughs> Osmond, what happened? Am I going to have to pay two bails now? Well, I wish I could answer that, but the local constables only stated that this was for the protection of everyone. So clearly I went with them. All right, well, let's head inside and see if we can't get this all resolved. And with that, I'll walk up the stairs and into the police precinct. Yeah, um, they're very willing to bail these two out to you. It looks like, yeah, I'm not going to tell you what they did. They can explain that to you themselves. Well, I appreciate your understanding. Uh, gentlemen, I do believe you're free to go. Let's go keep holy the remainder of the Sabbath that we have. 
All right, man, let's do it. And off to the van we go. It's like it's always a good time in there, you know? I was doing some handstands and like jumping off the walls. And they were like, don't do that. And I was like, all right, cool. So like I sat down and got on my chair and I was like, I won't do that anymore. And then I started fidgeting with my hands and tippity-tapping on my legs. And they were like, hey, stop making tippity-tap noises. You're in prison. I'm like, but like I'm fidgeting. And they were like, you can't. I'm like, oh, fine. I'm a fidgety person, but you know, won't fidget. And like, yeah. So then I got up and started walking in circles and pacing. They were like, no, you got to sit down over there. And I'm like, no, man, I got to walk. And they were like, no, you got to sit. And I'm like, fine. So I went over there and I sat down and like, couldn't fidget, couldn't walk. So I got up and I was like, yo, can I make my phone call? They were like, yeah, who do you want to call? I'm like, ha you know. They were like, no, seriously, who do you want to call? I'm like, fine, my friend. And they were like, all right, here's the phone. So they gave it to me and I called you and you were like, yo, we had a conversation. You can't pick me up. They were like, thank God he's here. And I'm like, no, thank God. Thank him. He thanks God. And then I left. Here we are. Thank you for that summation. Well, you looked confused when you picked us up, so I just want to make sure you knew what was going on. And I just start shaking my head as I get into the passenger seat of the van. So, as you drive back to your empty lot, you notice there's a party going on. There's music and dozens of people you don't recognize partying with the druids. They've got barbecue grills set up and several kegs stamped with the Mountain Sea Blast logo. It's episode 14. Yeah, folks. Thanks for sticking with us this long. 14's a whole lot. Yeah, this is just your mid-episode reminder, as usual, that you can check us out on all your favorite uh, podcast feeds, including Podbean, iHeartRadio, Apple iStore, Spotify, and many others. Uh, go ahead and download the podcast if you can. Drop a rate. Leave a comment. Uh, it helps the channel out. It's absolutely free. Cost you nothing. Also, if you're interested, head on over to our Facebook, like us, support us any way you can. Uh, you're supporting us now just by listening, and we do really appreciate that. We love you all very, 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 very much for all the time you've spent listening to us and laughing along the way with us. And now, back to the show. There you all are, standing, looking at the most dangerous barbecue Gentlemen, where did all of this mountain sea blast come from? It, uh, it, it totally looks like it came from over there in those kegs, bro. I'm aware of where they're getting it from, Ebbs. I'm asking, who brought these kegs? What dastardly villain has so sullied the Sabbath by bringing forth to our campsite this inane amount of of Beelzebub's bathwater. Quickly, go go knock all those drinks out of their hands. Hey, hey guys, would you, would you like some Mountain Sea Blast? It, it's free. I mean... No, we most certainly would not like Mountain Sea Blast. Wait a minute. Weren't you devoured by a condor? I don't know what you're talking about. I'm, I'm just here to, to make sure everybody gets their thirst quenched. You look like you got some thirst there, buddy. Have a mountain sea blast. 
On whose orders are you here to quench the thirst? Uh, uh, Janice in payroll. She signs my checks. Janice. Truly she is who is behind this foul plot, good father O'Malley. Oh, it's not foul. It's delicious. It's it's Mountain Sea Blast. Hey, I got a quick question. Yeah? Is it flammable? Well, uh, the, the label says to keep it away from open flames, but I'm pretty sure that's... that's... I light it on fire. It explodes. Um, roll to act under pressure. That's a six and a two. And my act under pressure is cool with a one, which makes that a nine. So with a nine, take one harm as your eyebrows are burned off. Hooray! His eyebrows are burned off too. Oh, oh man, my eyebrows. Why, why'd you have to do that? Because eyebrows are stupid. Oh, I never thought about it that way before. Maybe some Mountain Sea Blast will help. Here, have some. I smack the can out of his hand. That's okay, I've got another. Well, why don't you just let me be the one to take care of the dispersing of this drink? Oh, yeah, you want to hand out some Mountain Sea Blast? Yes, if you have an entire receptacle for them, I'll take the entire thing. Here, promise you, you'll give it all out. Oh, it shall all be used, I assure you. Oh, awesome. I'm going to get back to the the grill. i got to make sure the, the steaks don't burn. And he starts jogging away. Who wants theirs medium well? I believe that the most prudent thing to do would be to drop them in the largest hole that we can find. And then fill that hole with as much sand as we can manage. I worry about emptying it into the sea or dumping it on the pavement as we have seen what it is capable of. Have you got any ideas, Ebbs? And if you say drink it, we are going to have an issue. No, man. I've just been sitting here thinking, what if we just put it all on my boat and then, like, shoot a flaming arrow at it and let it blow up far away from people? Because that's bad stuff. And I don't want to see anybody else get sick. Would you not care about the loss of your boat? The boat's new, and, like, I'm sad to see it go. But I got my old boat back, too. So, like, it's not really a total loss. So why don't we put the soda on your old boat, which is already in a state of disrepair? Oh, because that's over there in the beach being used as a shack, where a bunch of the, the druids are shacking up. Or perhaps a combination of both of your separate ideas. There is a massive holes that we can dig and uh, put these uh, in something that will make the foul ichor not touch the fertile soil beneath, and then set that pile in the dirt alight, causing it to explode as it just did. Sure, man. We could do that too. But then, like, the druids wouldn't have a place to stay. And, you know, they're cool people. Although apparently misguided. I pointedly say to the crowd of people standing next to me holding Mountain Sea Bass beverages that we've clearly spoken to about in the past week of the harms and effects. And I glare ominously. Someone, uh, a little kid, not much older than a toddler, waddles up towards you holding a can. You have some Mountain Sea Blast. My son, you should not be drinking this. 
It is not good for you. Where are your parents? They're, they're drinking my sea blast. Well, they have made some poor decisions. It's delicious. It is unholy in all forms. It of simply it's unholy. It fills up the hole in your tum tum. Lad, I wish that all things were as simple as you perceive them. I think it is that simple. You just need to let Mount Seablast into your life. Uh, no, son. That's you're thinking of Jesus. No, Jesus doesn't fill up your tummy. He he, he tastes like mommy and daddy's beer. This stuff is delicious. Well, I start moving kegs onto my boat. And take that soda from the kid. Because, you know, no. If they are so hard to convince, perhaps what they truly need is an example. What if we took it all and allowed a beast to form, and then slew it in front of them? Clear for all to see. The beast has an origin, and it is no longer being consumed. Um, I don't know if you've ever heard of this story, but... There's an old story about a really good baseball player who got really a full head and like totally thought he was going to do this thing that everybody else thought he was going to do. And then he didn't do it. And uh, it cost him the game. So like, I don't want to be that baseball player. So, you know, if you're feeling confident, hubris always wins out. I see. But what is this baseball of which you speak? Oh, so there's like these four plates in a diamond shape out in a field. And there's like nine dudes that stand out in the field. And they wait for this one dude to hit a ball. And like one of them has to catch the ball. And hopefully it doesn't go outside of the bounds or outside of the area of like where the people can catch it. Because then it could be a foul or it could be a home run. Um, but like then the dude hits it and runs around in a circle or the diamond and he can score a point, but he might not make it. So he has to stop at each one of the bases. And that's what those things are called that are in the diamond. And in that time, he can be touched by the ball. And if he gets touched, he's out. And if he's out, that's bad for his team. He only gets three of those. Not him personally, the whole team in itself. So is the plate made physically of the raw material of diamonds? Or is the plate itself a fortification? And is that fort not then made of diamonds? You know, given how much they're paid, I wouldn't be surprised. Well, if the home is meant to be run, then is it one of those homes that a large village worth of people could then pick up and carry from one fort to another? Oh, or perhaps it is a carriage. That is what they mean by the home running. Yeah, man. Because then, like, you know, after nine innings, it's over. Sometimes it's not. So a true feat of strength is what is required. I am glad you agree with me. Well, okay. At least we're on the same page. What of you, Father O'Malley? Do you agree? I'm afraid that I may have, as Ebbs would say, spaced out in the time the two of you were discussing our national pastime and not a strategy to get rid of this mountain sea blast. Well, the choice is simple. We could use whatever is here, combine it together, create a singular beast to slay... And have all here as witness understand the gravity of the situation. Well, I suppose that, uh... So you want to break the tap off the top of this keg, 
and then dump it right here like this. Clink. Uh, so you walk over and start emptying a keg on the ground. I make sure it doesn't touch my feet. Your Birkenstocks are safe. <laughs> Gather their attention first. If I have everyone's attention... Why is that guy dumping out the sea blast? That stuff's delicious. People are starting to murmur. Next keg. All of you gathered here should look upon us and see the vileness that you are putting inside yourselves. The crowd's starting to get restless. And to do the next keg. How many of our uh, uh, druidic uh, friends are a part of this crowd again that I can see? There are about a dozen people from the druid camp here, and then maybe another 30 uh, that have stopped in from the beach or walking down the street to join the party. Perhaps our words could reach their ears instead. They have heard our testimonies, after all. We must show them the error of their ways. Hopefully, whatever beast chooses to rear its form, it does so soon. Well, see, the thing is, and I take another can of Mountain Sea Blast, and I stuff a napkin in the drinky hole, and then I light the napkin on fire and toss it into the pile of now-pooled-up Mountain Sea Blasts, and shout, run! I'd like you to roll to act under pressure. Okay. Well, that is a six and a two. And my act under pressure is cool for a one. For a nine. So, you light your improv um, bomb, toss it onto the pile of sea blast, and it goes up. The three of you sprint for cover. There is an explosion. Actually, as I see what it is Ebbs has planned, I would like to make sure that if there are any, you know, small children or other bystanders who potentially uh, serve to be harmed by this, that I help them away from the ensuing explosion. Roll to protect someone. Both of you, yeah. Both of you can give me rolls to protect. Alright, a 6 plus a 1 is a 7, plus my tough of 2 is a 9. A 5 and a 4, plus my tough of 3 is a 12. So, the two of you are very much able to get in between the explosion and the partygoers. Sir Osmond. Yes. What would you like your additional effect to be? I would like to suffer a little harm from this protection as well. Sounds good. So, there is a giant incendiary fireball that launches into the sky. It is a bright greenish-blue flame that leaps maybe 200 feet into the sky. Osmond, take three harm. Father O'Malley, take four harm. All right, I will reduce that by one due to armor. And I can reduce that to one from my armor. My shield not really playing a part right now. Hang on, just to clarify, we did heal all the way up from the last adventure? Yes, yes. Okay. Oh man, you guys, you, you, you guys really did it now. 
you, you burned up all the all, all the mountain sea blast, and you got my grill too. Sir, you need to understand that this unholy substance that you were giving away to children needed to be removed from the face of God's earth. We have and done. You need to realize that we are in a non-denominational country, and you cannot just use your religious beliefs to stop people from drinking cola pop. Cola pop? Is that what you call a substance that, when brought to a lit match, could erupt in such a fiery inferno that you so consume with eagerness? No, I call it ambrosia. Or mountain sea blast. They're synonyms. If you look in the, the Webster's Dictionary, we actually paid to make it that way, too. Well, see, the funny thing is, is I own this beachfront property, and I get to blow things up on it all the time. And, you know, since you gave me something that was so fun to blow up, I just, you know, I had to do it. Oh, like, and, and the funny more? thing is, is that, that uh, the clouds are changing colors. I get the rope out. Yes, indeed. Um, as this mushroom cloud is dying down, there is uh, a sickly green spreading throughout the darkening clouds. Everyone, I would hasten to suggest that you return to your domiciles immediately and take cover from what appears to be an incredibly toxic rain that is about to take us over. Uh, no thanks in small part to the Blue Harbors Corporation and You're welcome. their foul toxicity known as Mountain Sea Blast. It cures what ails you. It certainly doesn't. You, sir, are a slanderer, and I... And you, sir, don't look like you're comfortable in that stuff there. Maybe you should, I don't know, wear some board shorts. I'm getting right up in his face, being, being very loud. You have stood here on property, uninvited, slandered the name of my comrades, and now myself, my own knightly regalia, while... Death seems to fall from the skies from a product you are trying to put into the bellies of children. You don't need to raise your voice just because you're wrong. And you don't need to whimper like a coward when you are. I'm not doing any whimpering here, sir. I'm just trying to tell you how delicious Mountain Sea Blast is. It'll cure that, that anger issue right up. Hey, what's your name? I'm sorry, what? You. Your name. I'm, I'm Mounty, the Mountain Sea Blast guy. So, like, Mounty, the Mountain Sea Blast guy. Yup, that's me. That's a copyright of the Mountain Sea Blast Corporation. Mounty, Mounty, Mounty. I don't know, man. It all seems kind of suspicious. You seem kind of suspicious, because you don't like Mountain Sea Blast. Wait. Have you drank it? It's the most delicious stuff on this earth. How much have you had? It's a, it's it's real good. It's it's the best. You, you've never tried it, have you? I'd like you to roll to investigate a mystery. Okay. I do have a move called Suspicious Mind that I picked up last game, so that like if he lies to me, I know it. Just a nothing. Heads up. He says... Oh, I know. ...appears to be a lie. You've not given me any straight answers. 
And for the third time in a row tonight, I rolled a six and a two. Hmm. And my investigative mystery is sharp, which is a plus two for me, which makes it a ten. So you get to hold two. Well, I am going to start with what is being concealed here. As you are pressing Mountie, the Mountain Sea Blast representative, for answers, you're noticing some things don't quite seem right. Where the veins in his arms should be blue, they've got a greenish tint instead. And his lips and tongue seem stained with Mountain Sea Blast. That's not pale makeup that makes him match the color of the costume. He just has a very strange skin color. Um, my next question is, well, it says what was it going to do? Does the tense matter? Not particularly. Okay, what is it going to do? You're thinking it might explode. 